0: Everyone doing all right? You having a good time tonight? I promise to have you out of here by midnight. Amen. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Thank you for standing. Writer said, but without faith it is impossible to please him, to please God. Before Pastor Aaron preached on Sunday, my, wasn't that a masterpiece of a message that he preached on Sunday? He talked about sacrifice. He talked about stolen sacrifice. But before he preached, he asked Bishop Stoner to pray over the message. And, and when Bishop prayed, it was so, so profound. And he talked about, Bishop talked about, he said, Lord, let us, let us live in the reality of your word. Something along those lines. I'm going to get on Facebook and replay the service. I'm going to get that. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to put it in my, uh, in my notes. I'm going to preach on it again and again and again. But it was powerful the way that he spoke about living in God's reality. Amen. Today we're forced to live in our society. We're living in what I call a, a manufactured reality where society has made up different languages, they've changed words, and they are manipulating the language of man, and they're attempting to change the reality of our culture. Amen. The Bible says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him, to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe That He is. That He is what? That He does exist. Many folks today doubt the very existence of God. So if you and I can come to grips and have enough belief to know that God exists, we've taken a major step in the arena of faith. Can someone say amen? Amen. He that cometh to God must believe that God does exist. And the second thing that we must grasp is to understand that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. He's a rewarder. He's a rewarder. He's a responder. I want to tell you he's a responding God. The Bible says if you draw nigh unto God, he'll go the other way. Is that what the Bible says? The Bible says if you draw nigh unto God, he'll draw nigh unto you. Amen. I was walking into the service tonight, walking to the platform, and I want to, I want to tell you I'm, I'm still a man. I'm still human. I still know a beautiful woman when I see one. And I saw a beautiful woman sitting out there, and uh, temptation got the best of me. And I, I said, are you married? She said, yes. I said, would you go out with me? She said, yes. But she'll probably change your mind after church. Someone help this carnal preacher. I want to tell you that God is reward driven. Amen. Draw nigh unto God and He will draw nigh unto you. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek after Him. What are you seeking after tonight? Where's your heart at tonight? What's the Bible say about heart and treasure? Wherever your heart is, there will your what? Will your treasure be also? Amen. God is a rewarder of them that not passively seek Him, but He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him with all of their heart. The Bible says that we are to love God with all of our heart. Heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. Someone said, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Do the love of the Lord tonight. Are you thankful for God tonight? Are you thankful for the saving power of the
1: Lord Jesus Christ on a Wednesday night? Oh, hallelujah. Faith. Faith.
0: The Bible says in verse number 7, and this is really where I wanted to get to. Amen. The Bible says in verse number 7 that by faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things, not seen as yet. Noah, we learned about him in Sunday school. Noah, the Southerners called him Noe. If you're from Arkansas, you called him Noe. Almost rhyming with joy or toy or boy. Hey, did I tell you about my new grand boy? Maybe I should just stay in the book. Amen. When you look up the word no in the Hebrew, it means to rest or repose. Amen. The next time someone calls me and she answers the phone, they're going to say, no, he's resting or he's reposing. How many are going to go home tonight and repose? His name means rest or repose. But when I Study the life of Noah. He didn't have a life of rest. If anything, it was a life of stress. We all love Noah. The Bible says in one of Peter's epistles that he is a preacher of righteousness. Amen. He was a preacher of righteousness, but Noah was not a perfect man. But he was a cold man. He was a man that knew the purpose of God, and he embraced it. By faith, no, the Bible says he was warned of God, of things not seen as yet. You know, there's a negative side of faith. You know, faith is not all lollipops and popsicles and candy. There's a negative side of faith, too, when God will warn us of things to come. Amen. Pastor Aaron was talking a few moments before he turned the microphone over to me. He talked about the fact that Jesus Christ is coming soon. Amen. Can you you feel the lateness of the hour that we're living in tonight? Can you feel the deception that's taking place in our world? By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet. Then the Bible says this next. The Bible says, he moved with fear. Sometimes I think we've, we've lost our fear. Amen. Of the things of God. I know I have. You know, back in the day, they'd talk about the rapture. People run to the altar. Now you talk about the rapture, people run to Leo's. It seems like we've lost our fear. Maybe maybe not you, but I have. Lord, take me back to being sensitive to the things of God. Take me back, Lord, and convict my soul. Convict the church about things that you're not pleased with. The Bible says that, that Noah moved. He didn't just move, but the Bible says he moved with fear. He was afraid. He wasn't afraid that a bolt of lightning was going to come down from the sky and knock him out, or take his life. But he had a a reverential awe of God and the voice of God. Amen. He was moved with fear. The Bible says that he prepared an ark to the saving of his house. I wasn't around when when Noah's ark was built, but I've been to the ark down in Kentucky. I've been to that one. How many has been to that one? I was going to Kentucky one time, going to Florida or Tennessee or somewhere, and they cornered me, and they made me go. They made me do it. You got to go. You got to go. So I did it. And me and Val, my wife, my new girlfriend, we went down, and she's my wife. She's always been my wife, okay? We've always been married since the day we got married. She's my first marriage. Only marriage. Wanna make that clear. Is this being taped right now? Lord, we gotta straighten up. Oh bless him, Lord. So he went they said, if you're gonna go, you gotta go to the ark. I said, Okay, we'll go. We went we went to the ark. I tell you, it was awesome, fabulous. That thing is huge. I got the full experience. When I when we walked up the ark, it was it was raining. Yeah, so what did we do? We went to the ark. And in the ark, before the door shut, we made it in. The Lord didn't shut the door on us. Thank God. I got the full effect. I touched it. I touched that ark. I rubbed it. I smelled it. I think I ate a few pieces of wood. Seriously. I believe we're getting the full effects. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. You know when you, when you read the story of Noah's Ark and you look at the life and the ministry of Noah to him, the ark was an obsession. It had to be. They didn't have Home Depot, lumber companies, they didn't have a sawmill. You know, Moses not only did he have to build the ark, but he had to build scaffolding up to the top. He was driven he was obsessed by his purpose and by his calling. I want to ask us tonight, young ministers, are we obsessed by
1: the calling of God that is upon our lives? Or do we take it haphazardly? Come on! The Apostle Paul
0: is a man obsessed by his destiny, by his call, and by his purpose. For the Apostle Paul said, I believe it was the book of 2 Corinthians, Corinthians. He said, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. Is that how we feel, young preachers? about ministry, about being an apostolic preacher. We're not after a position.
1: We're not after a mission. We're not after anything. We just want to preach the Gospel of Jesus Christ. We want God to use us during this end time revival. We want God to use our ministries to shake the world like a rag in the wind. Woe is me if I preach not the Gospel. Oh hallelujah, hallelujah. The Bible says Moses moved. He didn't just move. He moved with fear.
0: He had three sons, Ham, Shem, and Japheth. They were there. They watched him build that ark. They were there every day. Thank God for people who bring their children to the house of the Lord. Thank God for children who are
1: raised in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. Thank God for dads who will have enough tenacity to say, We're going to church. My home is a Christian home. I'm not letting the world inside to get my children and to get my family. They watched him build the
0: ark because the Bible says that Noah moved. He didn't just move what the Bible says that He moved in fear. Amen. And he's a preacher of righteousness. He prepared the ark for the saving of His house. A lot of ministries would call His a failure. Because Everyone on that ark, as far as people were concerned, were just his family. Can I get real tonight? Not too real. I've known of young people who are bitter today. No one in this church, and I'm serious, no one here. I think we're balanced. Thank God for that. But I've known, of, I've known of men, contemporaries my age, and who, who were bitter because mom and dad was out saving the world. But the kids got ignored. You know, God wants us to be soul winners and God wants us to work in the vineyard. But thank God for people who take their kids with them everywhere they go and who live balanced lives and will provide a balanced home life for their children and for their young people. Oh, Yes! So when we look at the, the life of Noah, his, his sons, Ham, Shem, and Japheth and their wives, Noah his wife, Ham, Shem, and Japheth, and their wives, and all the animals were the only ones that were on the ark, but I say in the name of Jesus Christ, Noah saved his family,
1: What good would it do me if I won the world, but lost my family? I come tonight to preach to dads and tell you, I love what you're doing. I commend you for being the dad that you are. Amen. Thank God for dads. Thank God for strong churches. But I want to tell you right now, strong churches are made up because of strong families. Come on, dad. I know you get tired. Come on, dad. I know it's not easy. Come on, Dad, I know it's not easy to work in this generation, but thank God for Holy Ghost-filled dads who are bringing their children into the kingdom of God. Oh, hallelujah.
0: Dads, it's not easy. It isn't easy. The Bible says in this world it's waxing worse we're trying to make a buck. And we're trying to work. And we're stretching it. But I want to salute every dad in this room. And I want to say thank you. Because you're impacting your children in ways that you could not imagine. Amen. Because one day on the sunny banks of sweet deliverance. You're going to walk through those pearly gates with your wife and with your children, and we're going to be there throughout the ceaseless, endless ages of eternity. You know why? Not because it was easy, but because you worked in fear, you lived in fear, and you prepared an ark
1: for the saving of your family. Come on, dads! It's not time to give up. Come on, dads! It's not time to cave in. Come on, dads! It's time to love your family. it's time to love God it's time to get in the church and stay in the church oh
0: hallelujah hallelujah amen when you look at the ark and everything that was instrumental in building it it was a process a process a process a process Bible says when they entered into the ark the Bible says that God shut the door Then the Bible says it began to rain, my Bible tells me that it rained for 40 days and 40 nights it had never rained before no doubt they scoffed him and they said Noah it's never rained before you've heard the stories, you've heard the messages and Bible studies and Sunday school lessons so we know that they ridiculed Noah because it had never rained before. Amen. But God was about to do something different and God was about to do something new. And I've come to church to sell someone tonight that God's about to do a new thing in our church and He's about to do a new thing in your life. It may not have ever happened before. It may not have ever been a reality before. But I tell you, in the name of Jesus Christ, it is going to be a reality because God's going to do a new thing in our church. God's going to do a new thing in our ministry. God's going to do a new thing in our community. Come on, somebody! He said one place in the Old Testament. He said, I'm going to take rivers and put them in your desert. I may be preaching to someone today. It may
1: be dry for you financially. It may be dry for you spiritually. It may be dry for you relationally. But God is going to send some streams and some rivers into your desert.
0: Amen. Bible says, speaking of faith, that he calls things that are not as though they were. God calls things.
1: Hey, deliverance! Get over here!
0: Jump on that person. Hey, salvation! See that lady over there? He calls things into existence. They may not be here, but God calls them. Out of thin air, yeah, pretty much. God doesn't manufacture things. Because when you manufacture things, you need material. Amen. God doesn't need anything but His Word. Amen. He calls things as though they were. Come on. Need a new job? Need a new career? God calls it into existence. New career! Hey, get over here! He's a lot more nice than me, and not le- a lot less rude than I am. But the Bible says He calls things that are not, though so they were. Amen. He's calling things right now into your life. He's calling things right now into your ministry. Amen. He's calling. He calls things that are not as though they were. That's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. The Bible says, The door was shut on the ark and it began to rain for 40 days and 40 nights. People perished. It was horrible. It was ugly. A lot of things in our world right now, they're just horrible. They're horrific. They're ugly. Amen. The only place to be is in the church. It's time to get into the church and stay in the church of the living God. Noah prepared an ark for the saving of his family. He did it. By faith as the musicians come right now amen as we stand this evening praise God praise God praise God living in perilous times the Bible says in the last days perilous times would come dangerous times would come amen we're in those times now I felt really to speak to dads tonight men of this church Future dads. One day you're going to be a dad if the Lord tarries. Oh, yes, you will be.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. You're
0: going to be a dad one day. Braden, one day if the Lord tarries, you're going to be a dad. You're going to be leading the family. How are you going to do it? By faith. You're going to lead your family by faith. You're going to lead your family, JJ, by faith. By faith. By faith. Dad, you have what it takes. We need, we need our dads to be stronger than ever. Dads, we're dependent on you. There's a quiet man The assistant in the back. He doesn't say a whole lot. He's got to go to work tonight. His hands are, the only hands in this church rougher than mine. Brother Don Aaron, what a, what a man. What a man of God. What a prince of a man. What a strong man. Right. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God! Strong men! Raised your family the right way. We need, we need more Don Aarons in the kingdom of God. We need no, more Brian Wallers in the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. We need, we need more Ernestos in the kingdom of God. More Pastor Aarons and Bishop Stoners and Elder Thompson. We need more of these men of God. Brother Ken Man. we need more of you in our church today because it's a strong church because of strong families. Amen. I'm preaching to some Noahs tonight. You prepared an ark. Amen. For the saving of your family. The saving of your family. As we all come tonight and find a place to pray. Amen. Ask God to build your faith. Ask God to build your
1: faith tonight.
0: Oh God, build my faith. Build my faith. Lord, you brought us to the kingdom for such a time as this. Build our faith, I pray in the name of Jesus, to be stronger Christians, to be stronger husbands, to be stronger wives. Oh God, make me stronger in you, Lord.